shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juan. And today on the show we're discussing how to build and fix relationships. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. But before we start talking about relationships, we want to remind everyone that our 10th annual Be The Star You Are essay contest begins this week. The theme is what it means to be an American, and the competition is open to all ages. Prizes are money, books, and radio interviews, so enter today. Go to www.starstyleradio.com and click on events. And we'll do a show on what it means to be American too, so make sure to check that out. But now back to relationships and what they mean. All right, so it just so happens that every year in public speaking, we choose a speech or a topic that we want to talk about. And this year, what I'm trying to, what I've been working on is developing a speech that talks about the importance of social connection, which is, in that sense, the importance of building strong relationships with the people around us. So what my first point is that why does human connection and relationships matter? According to an article by the International Journal of Psychophysiology, when people are asked about what contributes most to happiness, the majority rate love, intimacy, and social affiliation above wealth, fame, and physical health. We care deeply about what other people think about us. And that's why of the 10 most common fears, three relate to social anxiety. Fear of speaking in public, fear of crowds, and fear of meeting new people. And when we are unable to connect with our surroundings and social situations, we aren't able to build the relationships we need. And this has actually become a really big problem in our American society. In 1985, when researchers asked the American public, how many confidants do you have? The most common response was three. In 2004, the most common response was none. So additionally, one in three people said that they had no one at all with whom to talk to openly and intimately, which is why we've decided today to focus an entire show on the importance of building these relationships. Isolation can physically undermine our health, because feeling lonely doubles the risk of Alzheimer's disease, and a recent study by the University of Chicago found that loneliness has the power to alter DNA transcription, in the cells of your immune system. That means that when you feel lonely, you are literally less resistant to all forms of disease. So our inability to create strong relationships with the people around us increases the angle of our downward slope, meaning that we are 
a lot less strong. And every person has a different need for connection. And some people can move away from friends without having too much of an issue. And other people really do need daily immersion in order to feel okay. But whatever our individual sensitivity is, our well-being suffers when our particular need for connection has not been met. And because when we feel alone, because we aren't able to build these relationships, we do become literally more vulnerable to disease, manipulation, and the stresses of everyday life. So this is the basic problem. And then now Youngjin's going to talk to us about the importance of building relationships and maybe what we can do. Yeah, I was actually really interested by what you said about how loneliness can change your DNA. That's so Oh, and not, I guess not cool, but it's really interesting because I didn't think it had the power of doing that. And a lot of people say that, like, feeling loneliness, feeling, like, ADHD is all, like, internal, like, doesn't actually affect your mind or how, you, how your body functions, but it does increasingly. And I just wanted to also touch upon the points of technology. And my mom and I were actually talking about this. But we were just saying how because of things like Instagram and Facebook, people are living a lot of like their lives outwardly. And so their connections with people are shrinking because their inward lives and outward lives are really different. But anyways, as we enter a new business and school year, you're likely setting your vision on how to succeed. You want to find a new job or a better job or advance in your current position, increase your income, get good grades, or find a better place to live. You want to find a relationship partner or maybe make your relationship better, or perhaps you're wondering whether to stay in a relationship at all. And the answer to all these questions is be who you are. And being who you are means in almost all aspects. Like I have a friend, and she's a really close friend of mine, but she uses her Facebook, like, obsessively. And maybe you're thinking, like, oh, obsessively probably means she's checking her wall all the time. She's talking to friends all the time. She's posting status all the time. And, yes, while that is all true, she also, like, crafts who she is. Like, she selects which posts and photos to put on her wall. And she selects what kinds of things to say so that people looking at her will be like, wow, what a, like a well-rounded person. Wow, she's so interesting. And be if you keep doing things like that, you're creating yourself in maybe a way that you aren't actually, you aren't actually that kind of person. So it creates like a, like a imbalance in who you are and that causes stress from having to keep up two personalities. And so it's really important to be more of who you are and being all of who you are. And your greatest career and relationship asset is authenticity. Like, this reminds me of a movie I watched recently, although it's not a recent movie, called Hitch. Like, there's this guy who is, whose job is to professionally match up people, but when he, what he realizes through his work and when he falls in love is that, oh, spoiler alert, I guess, is that people are fall in love and they find connection with the little faults that people have like the uniqueness and their creativeness or not creativeness but their little the little things that they do differently from other people is what attracts their their future mates I guess to the extent that you are true to your passion skills and intuition you will succeed gloriously and be happy being happy at what you do and if you compromise lie over adapt or sell out you'll still be wondering and wondering what should i do 
And there's only one real answer to what should I do, and that is just be you, because that's the most important thing. Yeah, and I definitely agree. So I think that the whole idea is what I've come to understand through this own, through the studies that I've done, is that when you really do not take the time to be yourself, as young you mentioned with a bunch of different examples, is that you do lose out on important relationships, and when you're unable to form important relationships with people, that doesn't just affect your mood, and it doesn't just affect your ability to function, but it affects your, your everything that, that works in the world around you. Like, for example, Harvard University found that people with adults that have feel lonely and be adults who don't have meaningful relationships also have more divorces, estrangement from family, alcohol abuse, bulimia, obesity. There's all these different health side effects that are also related to the fact that if you aren't able to be who you are and you're not able to let people know who you are, then then you are obviously yeah. losing out on important relationships. I also read a book this summer called Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn, and I definitely mm-hmm. recommend it to everybody because it was an amazing read. But the whole point of the book is like this guy and girl, they both met each other, and they thought they were perfect for each other. But what was actually perfect was their creation of themselves. Like the girl Amy, she like crafts a version of her that she thinks this guy will like, the guy Nick, and then Nick creates like a version of himself that he thinks Amy will like and after they've been married for five years they realize that they actually really hate each other and they really hate the person behind like the facade sorry um yeah so it's really important to be who you are and one day it's all gonna unravel apart sadly like your fake identity and then will you really be happy being this person you don't even know. So it's really important to always be who you are, who you want to be. There's like there there's difference between trying to like make your skills better and trying to create a new persona. Right. And I think it's especially important to take in mind that it is so easy to want to be somebody that you are. And then we're talking about Hamlet right now in English, you know, young dude that we know that there's that danger in if you pretend to be something that you're not, then eventually yeah. you might become that person. And so you have to be really careful about who you're pretending to be mm. because you have to make sure that's the person you would actually be happy with at the very end of the day. Do you have the relationships with the people that you want? And are they true? And are they meaningful? And do you feel like you have somebody you can turn to? And I think that's like a really important basic underlying theme of today's show, which is how to build relationships because it matters that you are able to build relationships. It definitely matters. And, like, Hamlet is such a great example of this going wrong. And my mom always says to me, like, oh, if you lie too much, you eventually start believing your own lies, and then you don't know what is true and what's false. So it's just really important to keep a clear, straight line of who you are, no matter what people say to you, no matter what people think that you should be. But anyways, we are out of this segment, or out of time for this segment, and I'm Young Juan. Yep, and I'm Kai Kelly. So stay with us because there is definitely a lot more to come. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Look at you. 
listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying up with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world into. I'm Kai Kelly, and today we are talking about building relationships. And the thing that we've come to in the first segment conclusion is that the best gift to give to someone else is a good relationship with yourself, meaning that you have to love yourself first before you can truly love other people and develop meaningful relationships. Yes, and I'm Young Juan, and to add more to what Kai said, when you love yourself, you have the capacity to love others. And we're continuing our conversation about relationships with our hashtag reporter, Alex Lee. Hi, Alex. Hey, everybody. How's it going? going it's Alex Lee. Hi. Um, it's Alex, uh, your social media reporter here on the radio. I know you love Express Yourself, and I call my series hashtag. If you haven't heard of me yet, I'm a 10th grader in Lafayette, California, and I'm a competitive swimmer and a musician. Today, I'm going to be talking about how social media affects relationships. So, in light of today's topic, I'm going to be calling my hashtag Blurred Lines. Now, now, I know what most of you guys are thinking right now. What does a guy know about fixing relationships? Shouldn't I be getting dating advice from a girl? Well, think about this, and especially for you girls. If you never hear from the other side of the relationship, how will you ever know how to fix them? So, how many of you guys see your relationship status change on Facebook at least once a month? Yeah, you know who you are. Honestly, I probably see at least two of them in a period of one month. Do you have any idea how annoying those things are to me? I mean, yeah, congrats on your new relationship. But why don't you actually hang out with them and go on a date rather than updating your relationship status on Facebook? I mean, really? Ever heard of a thing called DTR? It stands for define the relationship. And in my perspective, there are two types of definitions. First, there's the I am in a relationship or married to someone on Facebook definition. These are the couples that are aware of the fact that they both love each other and that they both have feelings for each other. They're always eating lunch together, walking together in the hallways, etc. They always post pictures of themselves together on Instagram and they always post statuses about their significant other on Facebook. These people bother me so much. And next, there's the why does Facebook even ask about my relationship status definition? As funny as it may seem, I think it's the best definition. I mean, you don't want to become the couple that always talks to each other on Facebook or thinks that it's quote-unquote cool to be in a relationship on Facebook. If you're really into the relationship, you wouldn't want to be posting about it on Facebook. That way, if you ever break up, it's not as hard and it's not as publicly known. It's just simple and to the point. Nothing big will happen on Facebook. And when you break up, you won't keep getting notifications asking, oh, what happened? Or why'd you guys break up? So to those of you in a relationship right now, I challenge you to DTR, to define your relationship. It's simple. Just ask him or her what they think of you and how far they want to take this relationship. 
And if you really think your partner will get mad at will get mad at you if you ask them this, I don't think they're the right person for you. You have to be comfortable with your partner. You shouldn't be dating them in the first place if you don't trust them, especially with what they say. So, as I come to an end, what do I mean by the hashtag blurred lines? It means you're losing touch in real life. You don't talk to them a lot in real life, maybe because you're too shy, or maybe because you think Facebook could handle all your relationship problems for you. If you want a real relationship, you shouldn't be boasting about it on Facebook. Yeah, sure, you could post pictures of you two on Instagram, but don't go too overboard. Don't be like Robin Thicke, creating those blurred lines in your relationship. If you want a relationship, as weird as that may sound, make those blurred lines into sharp, straight lines. And to those of you that are single, like me, yeah, stay classy. <laughs> I really enjoyed your segment because I've never really heard like relationship status from guys. But I definitely agree with the two main things that you brought up, like the different Facebook relationships that people have. But in yeah. a relationship, I have this random question. Do you think the guy should be dumped or the one to dump the girl? Um, it kind of depends, like, in my opinion, because it just depends on how the guy is feeling and if he really thinks the relationship is worth it. Like, same with the girl. If she doesn't like the guy or, like, where the relationship, like, where, or where she thinks the relationship is going to lead into, like, she just back out of it. I think it's uh, actually also really funny when you're talking about the, the couples that are always on Facebook. Because I remember even just before I, we got onto the radio show, I was looking on Facebook and there was a couple that just had their... Uh, I want to say six-month anniversary, oh, wow. and they posted a bunch of pictures on Facebook of them, how much they like each other and everything like that. So it makes me laugh because it is true that when you post more things, you make more things publicly known. People remember that you were really into that person at one point, and when that relationship status very publicly goes <laughs> single again, then we all know exactly what just happened, and it can be pretty awkward. It's kind of an interesting thing that it's like a new thing that Facebook and all these public ways of letting people know what's going on in your life is something that's relatively new and so we've got to adjust the way that we handle relationships in light of the new technology. But I'm curious, Alex, what is the worst relationship you've been through? Um, well, I once dated this girl in, uh, I think, uh, three years ago in seventh grade for about five months or so, like a little, maybe a little bit less. But towards the end of our relationship, I was told by some of my friends that it all started because of a dare. <laughs> but, like, at the time when I talked to her, like, she said she actually liked me. But, like, like I said, like, I asked her when the right time came, but she admitted it that, like, but she said that she, like, actually likes me. But then I, like, thought about it. But, like, if you really want to start a relationship, you should start it with the right reason. Like, you can't start with the wrong reason and then, like, make, like, twist your way around it and, like, turn it into a good relationship. Because if you start off like with a bad motive, then it doesn't, it doesn't like get better. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Some middle school relationships are quite, quite a little, like everyone has a terrible middle school relationship story. But on the other hand, if someone is single, like I know a lot of my friends are single who want to get into a relationship. Like, what should you tell them? Um. Well, it, like, have you ever heard the phrase like "single tasty like a Pringle, looking to mingle," but like. I mean, I've only heard it in my life, but, um, like, you just have to find the right person, the right time, and the right place. Like, make it perfect. Like, I still don't even know how to do it. It's a tough thing to do, but, like, my golden rule is, like, never ask your friends to do it for you because you'll just look like a wimp and a coward. It just looks really stupid, but if you're, like, 
actually like look for one um don't actually tell them that like don't like don't just go straight forward like actually like get to know them better and like maybe ask them out to like a movie or like with your friends sometime and then like narrow it down and like maybe you guys could go just the two of you and then like if you, once you really feel confident then you can ask them yeah, I think that's good advice. I feel like the whole idea is that it still goes back to that main idea that when you're looking to build a relationship with anybody, you need to make sure you know who you are and you know what you want and you you like who you are, basically. And if you don't can't even pass these basic tests and you don't feel comfortable having these basic conversations with the person you're going to be in a relationship with, then you probably can just chill out for a little bit. Yeah, even I definitely though, agree. Like, yeah. the idea of, like, the idea of a relationship and actually having a relationship are two totally different things, and most people don't get that. Yeah. yeah. When you get into a relationship, like, like people think it's like, oh, like, I really need a girlfriend, like, I'm desperate, or, like, I really need a boyfriend and stuff. But then once they get into a relationship, they're like, what am I doing? And they have no idea, like, what they're even saying or doing. <laughs> yeah, I think that can be a real problem for sure. Yeah. And if you just start a relationship and your partner wants to, or ask you if you want to be in a relationship on Facebook, what should you do? Well, like, uh, like I guess you could ask them why first. Like, a good reason. I mean, I guess, like, she's her girlfriend or, like, he's her boyfriend. So, like, just do it. But, like, if they say, if they say something like just because or, like, why not or, like, just, just because, like, I told you so or, like, something like that. Just, like, they're probably just trying to show off and, like, they're not, they don't, like, know the real reason for a relationship and, like, Honestly, you should probably just break up with them. Yeah, I think that's true. I just think that a lot of times it doesn't it's not a big deal if you both decide it's a real thing in you or it's something that you're interested in doing just to let other people know. I just think that when you're choosing to do something like that, you are always have to be very conscious of the fact that the things that you post online on the internet are definitely going to be seen by more than the people that you would <laughs> who would otherwise know. Because otherwise, just your close friends are the people who it's kind of their business too. Yeah. Know, whereas when you post it on somewhere like Facebook, a random person <laughs> like me today can see that you had your six-month anniversary and I don't really know you that well. So it's just something you have to be aware of, but I don't think it necessarily has to deter you from doing whatever you need to do. Yeah, it's just you should take more than like two seconds to think about it and think about what you're doing and how it'll impact you. But thank you for all the great advice, Alex. It's always good to get a male's point on the view of relationships. It is time for a break, and we'll be right back. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Kai Kelly. So visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and be sure to check us out on Tumblr at http forward slash slash www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Thank you so much. We'll be right back with our segment, third segment, interviewing a college track star. Join 
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving you a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Kai Kelly. 
Our special guest for today is Yasiri Blake, a college sophomore and goal setter. Being a track and field athlete, she knows the importance of creating relationships both on and off the track and also probably has some helpful tips for us of how to maintain important relationships when you are having a lot of things going on in the rest of your life. So, hi Yasiri, welcome to Express Yourself. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, so our first question of the day is, throughout your track career, you have to deal with all sorts of personalities, colleagues, coaches, and opponents. So how did you build relationships that nurtured your goals? Um, basically, I just um, made sure that um, we got along. And um, I actually, I like to build a bond with my coach and my, my teammates by going out and um, like we go to the movies or we'll do spend time off the track, um, you know, joking and playing around, but also knowing when to go to work when it's time to compete at a track meet or at practice. Yeah, I think that's a really good and important balance to be able to build. And so you're obviously a really active athlete. You're, uh, you've been doing it for a long time, but I'm curious specifically how long have you been running track? Um, I've been running track for 10 years now. And what made you want to run track? Um, I wanted to run track basically because um, where I'm from, it's a lot going on. Um, it's not pretty sights, you know, everything that I've seen. And I just basically wanted to just, you know, build a positive lifestyle for myself. And... I just wanted to go to college, honestly, and that's my skill, and that's what I'm good at. So scholarships is just a blessing. Yeah, that sounds like it's, it sounds like you come from a lot. And if you don't mind telling us, um, could you tell us a little bit more about where you're from or how you built this more positive lifestyle through track? Yes. Um, well, I'm from Richmond, California, and... Um, you know, basically, um, the hood, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm not, you know, saying that it's a bad place, but it's not somewhere, you know, a child wants to grow up from. Um, you know, the things, the environment, you know, it's not always positivity going around. Um, I just, you know, thank God that I met a coach at a young age, and he spoke to, you know, the people who raised me. And um, from then on, I just started running, and um, I kept with it. And a lot of people that I've ran with in the past, you know, they stopped. And I just, you know, I had this mentality to just keep going on and keep striving because um, I just want to, you know, be able to help my family with anything that they need. And did on are, are a lot of your closest friends and the people you confide in from your track team? Yes, they are. That sounds like it's it sounds like you've built a really strong relationship with your coach or the coach at least that you started with. Um, why do you think it was so do you think your the relationship you had with your coach was really important and how do you think your coach really influenced you to become the person you are today? Um, yeah, I feel like it's very important, um, to have a relationship with your coach because basically, well, I've had male figure coaches and, um, he's was like a father to me. Um, I've come, I've encountered a lot of coaches throughout, um, the years, but, um, I feel like I've had two main coaches who's been there for me throughout it all. So, 
And how did you meet your coach? Um, I was actually playing basketball at a boys and girls club center, and he seen me running. And um, he asked me if I wanted to run track. And I honestly had no idea what track meant or what it was about, the significance, anything. Um, I came to a practice, and I liked it. Um, a lot of people, they don't like running. They ask me every day, like, why do you like running? It's tiring. But when you, you know, you want to win that medal, it's what you have to do. Yeah, it seems like you've worked really, really hard. Do you have a particular track athlete that you look up to? Oh, yeah. Um, I look up to Allison Felix, um, Carmelita Jetter, and Sonia Richards-Ross. And why do you look up to those those athletes in particular? I look up to Carmelita Jetter because she's amazing, she's phenomenal, and she's also, you know, from, you know, a bad environment. She's also from, you know, uh, the hood. And um, I look up to Allison Felix is because she's um, she has a great mentality and a great head on her shoulders. And I also I look up to Sonya Richards-Ross was because she's also positive. And uh, I actually, you know, met Carmelita Jetter at a track meet. And, um, you know, I met Sonya Richards-Ross, and it just it all came together. I feel like they all hold a part of me. And it sounds like you are incredibly motivated and incredibly good at goal setting. So what is your goal for college and perhaps beyond college? Well, right now, um, my main goal is to get to um, a Pac-12 Division I school. Um, my second goal is to um, compete at the NCAA championships and then on try and go pro. That would be very cool if you could, where it would be able to do that. And it seems like you've been through a lot of obstacles to go through um, in order to get even to where you are today. So besides all of the things, you've obviously had a difficult family situation, but you were able to rise past that. What are some of the things that you like to do for fun besides track? Um, I love to draw. Um, I like to go to the movies, um, hang out with my friends, my teammates. Um, it's, it's just, it's cool. Like we could, it could be five of us and we could just sit in the room and, you know, joke and talk and that'll be okay. It's, it's okay. As long as you're having a good time, you know? Yeah. And I definitely know that it's nice. Just kick back and relax with friends. But do you have a favorite movie that perhaps inspired you? Go ahead and answer. And there's no right or wrong answer. Yasira. You're doing fabulous by the way. Okay. okay. Here we go. Okay. Five. Four, three, two. So, do you have a favorite movie that perhaps inspired you? Um, yes, um, I love Higher Learning because it obviously it has a lot to do with track and um, education. I feel like without without an education, um, you won't be able to succeed. And that movie is based on going to college and competing at the college level. That sounds like it's, it's really interesting how a lot of the things that uh, you enjoy outside of track or that you're inspired by all come back to that same central goal, which really shows how motivated you are, too. As far as your education goes, besides track, what is your major in school? Um, my major right now is psychology and a minor in history. Wow. And why did you choose those specific major minors? 
I chose psychology because I like to help kids that came from the same background as me. And I chose history because I feel it's important how we evolved. I think that's a really interesting point, especially in today's society. Maybe it's just from my perspective that a lot of people are going into the fields of science and technology because they're emerging fields or because there's a lot of opportunity to possibly make money, whereas the fields like English and history have been deteriorating. But it seems like you're motivated by your your want to help people, and I think that's really an admirable thing. So where do you go to school? Um, right now I'm attending Laney College in Oakland, California. Yeah, I also wanted to add a comment about your major being psychology, and I think that's so cool and necessary right now. And Kai mentioned in an earlier segment about how the world is becoming more lonely and how that's leading to more problems. And a psychologist's job is to help all those people. So that's right. a really great motivation and goal that you have. So what would you say to people who want to go to college but don't have the resources? Um, I would say that there's always a way to get to college. Um, you can do scholarships. You can, you know, it's a lot of ways to get there. Um, academically, you know, athletically, it's, it's many things that you can do. And did you get any particular scholarships in order to enable you to be able to go to college as well? Um, yeah, I got a track scholarship. That's very, that's very cool and very admirable. Well, thank you so much for having us on, or allowing you to be on the show. It was great having you here today, um, and we learned a lot. So, unfortunately, it's time to go to break. My name is Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juwon. During the break, visit our creative community at btsya.com. Stay with us for our final segment as our Book It reporter, Courtney Chang, shares books with messages about relationship building. Stay with us. Express Yourself Teen Radio will be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. And so today we're talking about the importance of building relationships. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juan. So we've been talking about building and keeping relationships. And with us now is our book it reporter and sometimes host on the show, Courtney Chang. Hi, Courtney. Hey, guys. So I'm here again with another segment of Book It. And in terms of relationships, there are many different types of relationships. There's romantic relationships, familial relationships, and then just friendships. And while the word relationship by itself makes me think instinctively of something romantic, I feel that in spite of the subtle differences between each type of interpersonal relation, every single type of relationship, for lack of better words, boils down to the same fundamental principles. Honesty, integrity, loyalty. These traits and so many more are very important when it comes to being a friend, a family member, or even or a significant other. There are, however, way too many of these traits to even begin to list, so I'm not going to focus on that right now. When you're trying to build up a relationship with someone, aside from the obvious, being nice, being considerate, etc., I think there's a key thing that most people realize but don't necessarily act upon it all the time. You can have a person in your life claim to be your best friend. You can have a significant other say they love you and that they're so thankful to have you in their life. And I'm not trying to discredit anyone, but the unfortunate thing is a lot of people do say these things, but they don't always act on their words. I think that's one of the reasons why everyone loves the movie and book The Princess Bride so much. Every time Buttercup orders Wesley around, he always answers with, as you wish. And as the grandpa is reading to his grandson, there's a bit of narration that goes, that day she was amazed to discover that when he was saying, as you wish, when he was saying, as you wish, what he really meant was, I love you. I don't think I consciously realized that until very recently, and it's a bit unfortunate because it's such a valuable thing to be aware of, having a relationship with someone regardless of who they are or what role they play in your life, it means that you're there for them. A relationship isn't just a label or sending a text saying, let's hang out and forget to follow up on it. It means that you'll do things for them. I'm in the process of reading the book, Everything is Illuminated by Jonathan Safran Fowler. And while it is an interesting read because of some of the diction styles that he's using, there are some absolutely beautiful quotes in there. And since they are quite relevant to today's topic, I thought it might be nice for me to include one here. I hate for you. That is what it means to be in love. I definitely, definitely, definitely agree with everything that you said, especially, like, like that's kind of what love means. Like, parents, when they eat their kids' leftovers, yep. it's not because they want to, but because they care about their kids so much. And, yeah, yeah when, when you do care for someone, you are willing to give up, like, what you want and compromise, I feel like. Absolutely, yeah. And so do you have any personal experience with someone, I don't know, your relationships that you want to discuss Oh my gosh, actually, coincidentally, I don't know if it's like coincidentally or ironically, but like, I broke up with my boyfriend like, like a couple weeks oh ago. Goodness. Yeah, so I mean like, are everything's, you, are you every- dealing with it yeah, okay? everything's okay now, because it's just kind of like, 
I think the reason why this this topic hit really close to home to me because um, he said like it was a mutual breakup, so yeah. it like it's not that bad. But he said that he still really wanted to be friends. Yeah. And then since we've broken up, I think I've been the one texting him first all the time. <laughs> and so kind of at this point, I'm like, I'm talking to some of my close friends where they're just like, well, you know, if he, you're the one texting him first all the time, you realize like he's saying things that he probably doesn't necessarily mean. And yeah. so it's just like comparing my friends who have been constantly texting me, constantly checking up to say like, are you okay? Is everything going okay? Is like, how's class? Like compare <laughs> them to someone who like says they want to be friends yeah. but aren't doing anything. It's kind of like, well, then I kind of know who actually does care about me in the end. Yeah, I know one of my friends who also had a breakup and he, the her ex-boyfriend I guess now was telling her like hey I really still want to be friends we're just really busy and we never get to see each other so they it was a mutual breakup and she was really happy that they could end on such a good note or so she thought because then the next week he started ignoring her promptly and so I guess it's just kind of saying people who just say these things but how do you feel about being like just friends in general not just in your case but do you think you could revert back to being friends after sharing like a close relationship with them I think it really comes down to time because with in the past like I had someone who I had a really 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 bad breakup with it was not good at all and it took a really long time I think it was about like a year and a half before we actually started talking regularly again and we've we like we still are good friends now even though we don't talk a lot mm-hmm. we still I, we still feel that like connection to each other and that like if we randomly say oh let's hang out like we can go hang out and like, have dinner and talk for two hours straight that's a really good still have things to say scenario. after two hours yeah, yeah so I think being friends after a breakup is definitely possible as long as both people are willing to put in the effort and make it past all the awkwardness saying, you know what, like, you are worth it because I like having you in my life and I do value you as a person. So I'm going to, we're going to work together to make this work out as friends. And do you think there are any books or movies that accurately depict what relationships are like? Oh, man. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure. One of the ones that I do like is... The two that come to mind right now are Disney movies, actually. Um, <laughs> That's kind of ironic. And, yeah, like, I know, because Disney usually, like, idealizes, yeah. like, oh, happily ever after. No, because um, in Enchanted, there's one of the, Giselle, she, yeah. she falls into, like, modern-day New York out of a fairy tale. And so she goes around trying to find true love, but then, like, her, her Prince Charming isn't there. So the way that she gets through and gets used to like being in such a different place is that she becomes friends with someone and they kind of help each other out through their relationships. They like they they help each other move through like move past difficulties as friends. They're always supporting each other. And even when Giselle like cuts up his living room curtains to make a dress <laughs> for herself, like he still forgives her and like yeah. still tries to help her out, make her feel welcome. And I think that's why like they it's so nice that they end up together because you do see that they care for each other very much even when someone has screwed up really badly. I have another question on, like, Mm -hmm. kind of building off of that. But do you think that if you become really close friends with someone of, like, probably the opposite gender, do you Mm -hmm. think that 
it could still be possible to just stay friends. Because I know my friends were saying, like, oh, if you spend so much time with, like, a guy, then eventually they end up, like, liking each other. Um, I think it depends because right now, ironically, a lot of my close friend, close guy friends yeah. are guys with whom I've kind of had, like, are we dating? Are we not? <laughs> are we going to date? So, like... We've always had that tension there, and then we kind of decided, all right, nothing's going to happen. We're not interested, so we're just going to stay friends. So I'm not actually sure because I don't think any one of my close guy friends has been just, like, only a friend throughout yeah. like, okay. the Okay, so, yeah, life. I kind of oh. – I can kind of see how that works. Yeah. And how do you feel, like, seeing – how will or do you feel like seeing your ex with another person? Um – I don't know. I guess it depends on the person. Like, yeah. if it's, I sincerely hope it won't be one, with one of my close friends. <laughs> that would, yeah, just, that would hurt on case. a lot of different levels. But if it's just another person, I, I like as a person, like I still care about my ex, like my most yeah. recent ex as a person, and I do want him to be happy. I do want him to like <laughs> enjoy his life and whatnot. So like, I'm not gonna like. I'm I'm not going to put a damper on his love life for the rest of his life just because he broke up with me. So I think <laughs> that's a really good attitude. Honestly, it just it. comes back. Yeah. yeah, it just it comes it just comes back to time and thinking about them as a person and not going back to all the things that did happen because that is in the past and moving forward you shouldn't take all the negative negativity from things that happened a week ago, a month ago with you all the time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's really important to just have a new start and just let go of things that passed. Like, the hardest things of moving on to life is holding back all your regrets and all that bitterness. Yep, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, Courtney. We are out of time, but thanks so much for joining us here on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Please stay tuned to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with youth. Thanks to Star Stop Productions, Be the Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Olstein. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Up next, a track from Kid Star Album of the Month. I'm Young Juwan. You have been listening to Express Yourself on an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, speak up and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. of Bookworm. The Kid Star Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Carrie and Myself on Down to School. Carrie and Scissors, Carrie and Glue. Carrie and Paper and Pencils too. 
carrying my crayon box for sure. Cause I finally got the kind with a sharpener. Carrying a ruler and some rubber bands. Got them all in the box here in my hands. Cause I'm carrying all of my learning too. Soda submarine Carrying marbles and a red fig ring Carrying my favorite baseball cards And an arrowhead I found in the neighbor's yard Carrying the prehistoric fossil rocks I got them all right here in the cigar box Cause I'm carrying everything I think is cool donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to a muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the KidStar website, www.kidstar.org. 